This is Red FM's News Extra, Cork's brand new daily news podcast. It's Wednesday. Good afternoon. I'm Lana O'Connor with Red FM's News Podcast. The National Women's Council of Ireland says the lack of safe zones outside facilities providing abortions is a real threat to access for women seeking abortion care. The council made the comments after Cork GP Dr Mary Favier said a protester with a placard had stood outside her practice in the city yesterday. The former president of the Irish College of General Practitioners and founding member of Doctors for Choice took to Twitter to call on the Health Minister Stephen Donnelly to legislate for safe zones as a matter of urgency. The protest came just days after Dr Favier said the zones were necessary to protect patients, including those who'd experienced a stillbirth. Speaking to Red FM News, Alana Ryan from the National Women's Council of Ireland says the legislation around safe zones seems to have stalled. I think that these safe access zones are incredibly important. You know, we can't underestimate how intimidating it can be for some women, for some pregnant people, for service users to be having to to walk by these um, intimidating placards and be subjected to harassment or abuse when they're just trying to access vital health care. The lack of rental property in the city needs to be resolved in the next budget. Cork Chamber made the comment following the release of the latest rental report from Daft, which shows the average rent in Cork City is now €1,524. Chronic supply shortages are being blamed at the spike in rents across the country, with the cost of renting outside Dublin now 11% more expensive than last year. The latest report from Cork Chamber found accommodation and infrastructure ranked joint top priority for businesses in the city. Speaking to Red FM News tomorrow, McHugh from Cork Chamber outlines one reason for the shortage of accommodation. No significant department development has taken place effectively since the last economic cycle um, within the city centre and that, that is a significant issue. It does need to be resolved. Um, it can mm-hmm. be resolved in, in the forthcoming housing for all strategy and the forthcoming budget um, 2022. Um, from a government perspective, I think you know significant action is needed and especially if you look at the long-term growth projections for 2040 for Cork. Catch up on Cork with our new daily news podcast, Red FM News Extra. Starting with football and PSG President Nasser Al-Khalafi says Lionel Messi joining the club is an historic moment for football. The Argentina forward was officially unveiled to the media this morning following his move from Barcelona. He signed a two-year deal with the French side with the option of a third. Al-Khalafi says it's an historic moment. Amazing and historic day for the club, for the football world. And it is a fantastic moment for us. Everybody knows Leo. He's the only football player who won six times Ballon d'Or. And with Leo, he makes the football magic, beautiful, and he's a winner. The European Super Cup takes place in Belfast tonight. Champions League winners Chelsea face Europa League winners Villarreal. That kicks off in Windsor Park at 8. In Gaelic Games, Limerick are set to appeal the red card shown to Peter Casey in the All-Ireland semi-final win over Waterford. Limerick forward was shown red by referee John Keenan with 10 minutes to go in Croke Park after an incident with the Dacia's Austin Gleeson. The Irish Examiner report that the Limerick County Board are to request a meeting with the Central Hearing Committee later in the week in a bid to free their player for the All-Ireland final with Cork on August 22nd. And the Cork minor footballers are in Munster final action this evening. The Rebels take on Limerick in Semple Stadium. Throw-in is at 7.30. Don't forget to like and subscribe to get Red FM's News Extra daily. 
Where do you start with Cork's robot trees? Well, I hear the latest now is that the trees themselves now have uh, their own Twitter handle at Cork Robot Trees, and apparently it's a bit of fun. But you can talk to the trees, and they'll text you, they'll preach you back, ask them questions about stuff that they do. Uh, what do we know about them? Well, um, they look like pallets, you know, stacks of of pallets. They look furthest thing from a tree I ever saw. Um, it's very interesting because I've been reading articles on it this morning where, uh, say, for instance, the Cork councillor Lorna Bogue is saying it's very interesting that we're spending money on these kind of contraptions while Glasgow uh, is planting trees and Madrid is planting an entire forest around the city. And that kind of backs up what an awful lot of people are saying by text as to if we want to fix the atmosphere in the city or the air quality in the city, why not plant more trees? I find it impossible, actually, to find any text at all that's positive about it. Hedy O'Byrne is journalist with Tripod Machine on Leaside and she's done all of the research into this. Joins me by phone. Ellie, good morning. Good morning, Neil. Thanks very much for having me. Let's shine some yeah. light on these robotic trees, shall we, Ellie? Where are they from? Well, so they're from Germany. So um, I suppose, uh, first just to mention that I'm very, very lucky that I do like long-form writing for Tripod Machine. So as far as I know, I'm the only person who's actually reached out to the company. So yesterday I spoke to Green City Solutions, who are based uh, near Berlin, and they were able to answer quite a lot of questions for me. So that's where they're based, Green City Solutions. And uh, they were very, very helpful. They try and have a very nice transparent policy. So that's where Cork City Council got them anyway. And what do they do? Okay, well, I mean, so they are moss. So moss, as you might notice if you've ever walked through a cave or a mossy place in the forest or something like that, moss has this incredible capacity to to filter air. Uh, so uh, my understanding of it is that the, there are living moss walls inside behind that wooden panelling. I went in and had a look at them yesterday and that moss and then fans blow the air, the city street air, towards the moss <laughs> and the moss removes the particles from the air and also provides a cooling effect and can cool the air up to four degrees. Whether or not we need that in Cork City, where it's normally pretty cool for most of the year, I don't know if that remains to be and seen. You say on Tripendrachine this morning that this moss is grown on a farm in Germany and it's mm-hmm. suspended on mats behind the wooden lats. Is that right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, like they're doing their very, very best to create what trees do naturally, I have to say. And then they have to renew the moss. Like there's nobody growing moss in Ireland, is there? No, they, they have to go to Germany for the moss as well. Yes, they can send the moss back, I believe, and then it'll be restored and uh, revived. I just want to correct one thing, though, and I, I think Cork City Council will be happy with me for doing this, this uh, because I think Cork City Council has been quite transparent, which has been really nice. I spoke to uh, David Joyce, the Director of Operations, yesterday. Cork City Council executives can sometimes be hard to reach, but he's been really good, so I'd hate to see him get too much of a ribbon because he's made himself very available. Um, I spoke to him yesterday. It's not 350000 per year. It's 350000 is the original investment. And then that includes a year of maintenance. And it'll be, he told me, a couple of thousand to maintain them a year. Okay. So Cork City Council have bought them outright. OK, so while you've just mentioned the financial figures here, let me just don't jump ahead. They actually haven't paid for them, Cork City Council, No. 
No, and that's another thing, another area where I think it's quite interesting. A lot of people are saying, oh, this money could be better used for X, Y, or Z. And of course, I mean, as a person, I would be kind of probably in agreement with that myself. But as a journalist, I had to go and find out. And uh, so the National Transport Authority had this ring-fenced budget, but it was up to Cork City Council to make an application. And they did apply specifically to buy these things. If they hadn't been given that grant to buy these things, they wouldn't have been given that money, so they couldn't have spent it on housing. Get Red FM's News Extra at redextra.ie and check out our other podcasts.